I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Long time listeners will know that I have a fascination slash fear about being in a Mad Max wasteland. Yeah. In Handmaid's Tale, they're in a sort of post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. But I think I might be okay in this one as long as I got in a good position. Of power. But I have a fear that I'll be one of the people who's just a driver or working at the bakery or something. Mm. Even though, like, the other men are up there being, like, in charge of the world. But at least you wouldn't have to rape anybody. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> are you saying you would rather be I'm like, saying in as charge a... of stuff than... No, I'm saying if I was in this world... It does play Mad Max world <laughs> on, the, on the bottom <laughs> rung anyway. Spectrum. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to be one of the head people That's in, what I was confused in Gilead. About. No, of course not. You could I, be... I would like to think I'd be one of the people who is part of the resistance, but... You'd be the baker who, like, added a little package to the meat. Okay. <laughs> that sounded not shady. <laughs> yeah, I'd be one of the people slyly helping the rebellion. But then if I was part of the rebellion, I'd be one of the people who dies in the first battle. Mm. Hmm. You'd be around for a season. No. <laughs> it's a good thing this isn't going to happen. Well, it might happen, actually. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Praise be. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> it's called I Only Like You. We review movies and TV shows. My name is Lonnie. I'm here with my girlfriend, Sine. Hello. Now, this week we're looking at The Handmaid's Tale, which we've seen in Australia on SBS On Demand. That's a really awesome way to watch things. Well, it wasn't the most awesome way because they had those weird ad breaks that weren't planned out at all, that were in the (laughs) middle of scenes. No dip to fade, just like, come by, stuff at the chemist. (laughs) Just after they've had a really bad rape scene or something. Yeah. Yeah. So in that way, it's probably not the best platform. I'm just saying it's great access to have these things free. Pretty close to the US. Yeah. yeah. It's a wonderful show and it's just won a bunch of Emmys last week. And I think it came out a bit earlier in the year, but we're ruining it now. It's only taken us this long to get on board. Sine has read some of the book. I'm about halfway through the book. But I did hear that the show ends halfway through the book, the first season. Oh, okay. So you pretty much. I think read. I'm pretty much caught up. Although it's kind of hard to tell because they've, like, some things have happened in the show that haven't happened in the book yet. And I'm not sure whether they were just added. And there's some things happened in the book that weren't in the show. So I'm not sure if they're coming back later. And then they've changed the order of some of the events a little bit. So it's just mm. a bit hard to know where I'm up to. But. Okay. So for anyone who doesn't know about the show, what is it about? It is about. In the future, near, not too distant future, there's been a sort of cult people, very religious group that have sort of taken over America, renamed it Gilead, and the men are in charge and the women are 
considered like lesser citizens. Can't work or anything. Can't work, can't read, can't do any of that stuff. And there's a group of women called handmaids and they are the people who can get pregnant. So in this new society, there's been sort of like a disease or something where babies can't be born anymore due to global warming or something that's happened. Mm -hmm. And so these women are considered fertile women and they are kind of allocated to each household of the male commanders who are in charge of this new world order. And once a month when they're fertile, they get raped in order to hopefully procreate. Is that a, like a some? Yeah, it's a, it's a great synopsis. It doesn't sound that great, but the show is about Offred, who was one mm-hmm. of the handmaids, and it's about her resistance to all this. So yes. it's, a very, it's a very dark show, very depressing in certain ways. But also, it's these shows that can be the most inspiring when they're showing the resistance to such yeah. oppressive forces. So the book was written in the 80s, right? Mm. And you said a few times it's like she had a crystal ball and could see into the future. It's literally Margaret, Margaret Atwood. Atwood's talking about things in the book. And I'm like, how, how did she know that this was a thing? And I know it was the 80s, not like it was in, you know, the 1800s <laughs> and things were and, so different. Well, that's, that's probably a great shame that some of the problems that she was using as an allegory back then are still problems and seem yeah. like they like it wouldn't take much, would it? I think that's the scariest thing about the show happen. is that it's not that hard to think that this could happen. And, well, it's, like, really upsetting to watch and really, mm. like, depressing. It's also kind of empowering yeah. to know that these women are, like, still fighting the crap. I think about some of the, the crazy generally right-wing people out there mm. who are in power mm. like if if they if enough things happened and they strengthened their power and whatever this you know have women only there for procreation not working having a, a strict biblical interpretation of the bible it's not that far away well that the argument well the argument that's come up recently we're having a same-sex marriage equal rights postal survey for no effing reason at the moment. And one of the arguments is that marriage is for procreation, which Mm. isn't that far away from Mm. this thing and the way that they're quoting the Bible to justify their fear of homosexuality isn't that different to what's going on in Gilead. So it's, like, really upsetting. (laughs) And in the show you're kind of – I remember saying to you a few episodes in, like, she can't catch a break offered no one thing goes wrong and then another thing goes wrong and then of course there's this thing and another thing and it's just like oh like it's hard work sometimes you're like why can't something good happen Mm. but it feels so realistic and i think that's where it's you know i don't know i think that's why a lot of people have responded to it yeah it has come along at the the right Right time. time yeah but is that more depressing? I know. <laughs> I know. One thing I will say about the show is it does take a little while to get going in yeah, the first few episodes. I'd agree with that. And I remember having the same feeling reading the book. I think I mentioned to you I was a few, like, chapters in or whatever. And I think because the world's the world building is incredible and it's so complex and there's all these details and stuff, it takes a while to explain all that and make sure your viewer understands this is the system we're working in before Offred can have any agency and start Mm. doing stuff. Um, 
So they're quite similar, but I'm not sure how you get around that. The book and the show, I mean, are quite similar in that it took a little while to, for things to get going. But I'm not sure how you get around that in such a, I don't know, when you're creating a world, you have to explain the world first, right? Yeah, I thought it was good. It didn't have like a whole episode of exposition saying this is what yes. happened and whatever. Yeah. It, it, it some did of those well. things are in, in Sly. I think as well, for those first few episodes, a complaint could be, oh, she's not doing anything, but she's not allowed to do anything. That is exactly. the point of her character. Exactly. But you're right, it was a bit slow at the beginning and it took a while to really get going. Hmm. Not that it was boring or anything in the first well, few no, it episodes. Wasn't, no. It was still interesting. And it did it well. It's not like she's like, this is this and this is this and this is this. She's not explaining all the things. It's just like the slow reveal of information that adds more complexity to the world takes time. I did get, I wasn't annoyed, but I found like the stuff that was happening in the present was much more interesting and compelling mm-hmm. than the scenes that were happening in the past yep. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But then like that other stuff wasn't interesting as well because it was cool to yeah. see what had happened and having flashbacks to the not-so-distant past mm. and especially, you know, when she's first taken to the, the Red Centre, yep. I said. That was still interesting, but it was like, oh, my God, she's stuff's happening now in the present and now mm. we're going to cut back to the past. But, you know, that, as the show went on, that stuff became much more interesting. It's interesting you say that because that's how it happens in the book. So mm. the book's narrated from her perspective and... When something happens in present day, it reminds her of something that has happened in the past. Mm. And their whole point in this new society is to forget about your past life, forget about Mm. your past name, all that stuff. Mm. And I think the fact that she keeps remembering is in itself a resistance to what's Mm. happening. So I think it was very, um, it translated well, I think, from the book to the show, having those flashes, because that's how I imagined it reading Mm. it. And it's hard sometimes because she'll go off on a tangent about something completely different. And then fall back to what's happened. And I I mm. felt quite satisfied watching it. I was like, oh, okay, that's how that's come up. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure initially about her narration in the show. Yeah, I think in the first episode yeah. it was very just, just slapped on. It didn't seem like it was in a very it didn't. Um, interesting or compelling way. But I think that got better as the show yeah, went on as well so and we got more used to it as well. Especially the, the end of the first episode when she's talked about my name is June and stuff. It yeah. felt like the show was going for something it didn't quite I achieve. Agree. I agree with but that. But by the end of the show, everything was you know, firing all cylinders. So. Mm. One thing I'm not sure completely worked in the show was the music choices. So there were mm. some really interesting bits kind of spattered throughout the series where um, really popular like modern music would come over the top, right? And it was kind of cool because it was like, oh, yeah, this is present. This is happening now. It's not in another world or another society. This is, like, set now. And I think it also helped because it was kind of a bit shocking and was like, like, oh, yeah, yeah that's right. That's what we're doing. Interesting juxtaposition in yeah, certain ways. I, I think that was done on purpose, right? Hmm. But I'm not sure it completely worked because I wish that they would have been more consistent with it I wish they would have done that every episode then because some episodes they didn't have that moment and I forgot not forgot that it was present day but like I could have been reminded again Mm. and it was just a device that I think didn't completely work because they didn't commit fully to it well I think it was weird that they used the music 
but these kind of used it the same way a couple episodes, like yes. just as the final bit in the episode. Dramatic bit. The to, climax and yeah. the culmination. That, and it worked each time, but it's kind of diminishing returns. If you keep doing that. Exactly. And, but you're right, if it had been a, a thing, a consistent um, choice that they made yes. every episode, different element of each episode, perhaps it would have been... I think it could have worked, worked a bit better. better. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the first time you're, like, really shocked, and the second time you're like, oh, yeah, they're doing that again. Yes. But the third or fourth time, like, oh, okay, this is happening again. Yeah. I just feel but like it's still effective. They, yeah, they could have done something a bit different there. Could have had it at the beginning of an episode or yeah. halfway through during a dramatic moment rather than mm. at the end. Mm. We haven't even mentioned that Alexis Bledel gave the performance of her career in this show. Yeah, well, she made those first couple episodes, didn't she? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And the final bit was like, you're on the edge of your seat going, yeah, Mm. you know, completely rooting for her. So we never worked out what happened to her after that, did we? No. I'm wondering if it was purposely vague because they might want to bring her back in season two. But I'm not sure that – see, I'm halfway through the book and that hasn't happened yet in the book. Okay, well, so we'll know soon. I will assume, I don't know, if they're following the rules of society, she would definitely be dead. But because it's a TV show and they have liberties, they might want to bring mm. her back for a season two, which I would not be upset about because she was incredible and amazing. And, oh, I just remembered the end of that, that episode where she's with the Martha and then the Martha gets hanged and she has the mask on her face and it's, like, really intense. Mm. Oh, right. I forgot about that because it's all in one shot. It's mm. beautiful. One thing I'm not sure that the show handled as well as it could have is the sort of shape-shifting qualities of both Serena and the commander. So in the show, the commander's awful and evil kind of thing, but then he lets um, Offred come in and they play Scrabble for a few nights and they get to know each other a bit more and you're like, oh, maybe he's actually okay. Maybe he doesn't Mm. like this either. And then it's kind of a slap in the face when he um, reveals what he did to Alexis Bledel's character and he says, better for some will always mean worse for others. Mm -hmm. And it was cool because it was kind of like, oh, how stupid are we? We felt like we were stupid like Offred. Mm. How could we have believed that he was actually good? But I'm not sure that it spent enough time building that trust between them in order to have the flip work. Do you know what I mean? Like I hadn't fully committed to the fact that we could trust him yet and then it was like, oh, yeah, P.S., he is actually bad. Mm. And I was like, well, yeah, I knew that. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't accepting of him yet anyway. Mm. And with Serena, I felt the same kind of thing. Like because she flips so much between – you think she's on her side and you're like, oh, she hates it too. She thinks it's ridiculous too. Mm. And then you find out more of her backstory and realise she was very much an instigator of this and very much behind a lot of this stuff. And then in the second to last episode, I think, when she goes and finds Hannah, it's like, wow, you're actually a monster. Mm. I'm not sure that that was handled as well as it could have been. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I know what you're trying to say. I was never, I didn't know if the show was trying to make us like them though. I wonder if it was just trying, kind of like that, that, that quote about the dog that always, that still comes back to the hand that slaps it or something. Mm. Mm. It's kind of like they showed her a few bits of mercy but was still 
Yes. Still like yeah. a captors basically, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. But you're right, there there was potentially some hope there at certain points, but yeah. it's quickly. I just feel like that could have been amped up a little bit more mm. or there could have been more of a well, it's more like when when she's useful, they like her. Yeah. And when she's not, they don't. Yeah. So. They're all really, the whole show, great performances by everybody. Oh, God, yeah. Aren't they? From from even the minor characters, like the Martha at mm. Rita in her house is incredible. Nick is incredible. It's a good sign of a, of a good show, isn't it? Yeah. Every actor. Every single actor there is putting 100%. Anybody. No, it's incredible. Particularly like, what's her husband's name? Luke. Off- yeah, Luke, yeah. And that's that episode his episode was wonderful. It was so showing good. his yeah, really good. his path to Canada. That was so that's another episode when you're on the edge of your seat and you're like, mm. Oh my god, give these guys a break, mm. you know. Yeah, all the performances are incredible. I was surprised at the use of the voiceover in that episode with the note. I thought it could have been more powerful to just see the note, see mm. her writing, because she hasn't written anything in yeah, years. True. It could have been a real moment to see her words on paper yeah i liked the episode with the mexican ambassador it was a really good, that wasn't was a good it? one mm-hmm. and also liked the luke's episode and the first episode where they went to the secret sex club that was that was a good episode too yeah like they're, they all, saw... they're all great but they were the highlights for me yeah and they saw more for the first time yeah that's cool more is so cool Pretty awesome i really hated janine's character at the beginning of the season but yeah. oh my god i was so on board with her by mm. the end of it absolutely and one thing I Great. think the show does well is it gives its characters lots of dimension. Mm. Especially, well, like, look at Aunt Lydia. She's, like, evil the whole time. But then she has little moments where she actually really loves her girls and she thinks she's doing the right thing. Yeah, and she, that's, that's the horrible thing is she doesn't know, realise she's being evil. No. And one thing I really love, and I think this is maybe, well, it's due to the performance but also due to Margaret Atwood's writing of the character, mm. is that Offred is not a perfect heroine. Like she does bad things and she does things for no reason and she's put into this hard position where because she has no choice, I I don't know what I'm trying to say. She's not perfect. She's a flawed heroine and Mm -hmm. I really like that. Well, all the girls got involved with the stoning in the first second episode. The reaping. No. That's Hunger Games. (laughs) They were stoning someone, weren't they? Yeah. No, they didn't stone the first guy. Oh, they, oh, they, they killed attacked him. him. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And they... The stoning was for Janine. Right. Yeah. The one thing I'm not sure about this show, which I know I've mentioned to you before, is how much was this show a great show and how much of it was the story by Margaret It was a great story? Well, I'm going to take you back to last week's episode. Yep. The Dark Tower. A great story. Okay, yeah, yeah. The movie. Shit. Bad translation. Yeah. Mm. Not shit. It was the. It was just wasn't as no, good as everyone says. No, it was awful. No, I've seen worse movies. Name one. Miss Peregrine's. Yeah, fair call. Fair call. <laughs> so I guess in that way, it's a you know, it's a good translation of the book. Yeah, you're working with a good story in the first place. Yeah. But also, there've been plenty of movies, great movies, mm. based on average to okay books. You know. They reckon that the Godfather novel is awful. Really? Yeah. Well, not awful, but like yeah. this pulpy sort of mm. sort of basic sort of stuff. But mm. the movie, they created a masterpiece. So. I wonder if a lot of the show's success is because it just trusted 
the novel and sort of just did what the novel said and didn't try to do anything too clever. Mm. Like there are some sequences like the first night of the ceremony mm. that happened beat for beat the same as it's in the book. Mm. And I feel like with those great moments, I think the best thing to do is just don't touch them. Just take your hands off and just do exactly what's perfect already. You don't need to add anything else. Well, it sounds like they really respected the it does, doesn't it? The, the original yeah. work, and I'm not sure to what extent Margaret Atwood is involved either. But mm. it sounds like, at the very least, they've they've, they've involved her in the process. You well, know. at least they've trusted that what she wrote originally was great, and that they yeah. were going to do everything they could to to keep that up. So yeah, that's always good. Yeah, the visuals of, of it is perfect as well. It's exactly how I imagined it reading yeah. the book. Like the costumes are incredible. There were a couple of times when they added some slow-mo shots in, which I thought were a bit circle jerky about how great it looked, but I don't mind because it did look beautiful, you know, especially the scene where they were in the snow in their red cloaks, you know. But, again, I think that's the point. They're showing how beautiful this thing is when they're, yeah, you know, killing this guy for no reason. Yeah. Or it's beautiful when they're walking down the street, but there's dead bodies hanging yeah. around them. I think that was entirely intentional. Mm. I want to watch it again. I, ha- I hate that feeling when you reach. This is one of those series where you reach the end of it and you like berate yourself for rushing through it. You're like, mm. oh, I should have stretched it out. I should have made it last because there's no more. There's more coming, though. I know, but I want to watch it now. What happens? You need to read the book. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I then? <laughs> yeah, but it, it doesn't feel the same, you know. It's I like. Those shows that make you want to spend more time in that world. And even though this is such an awful world, I still wanted to spend time with these characters and I still want to know what happened next in that little world. And it feels, it's that horrible jarring feeling like when you finish a good book or when you finish a good show where it's like, oh, Mm. uh, what more? (laughs) (laughs) There's just one unanswered question for me in the show. Mm -hmm. Where's the tail? What tail? She doesn't have a tail. She's a human. It's called The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Where's, her, where's you... her tail? Are you asking? Are you kidding? She doesn't have a tail. What Do you mean not... T-A-I? Is that why they wear the big cloaks? Because we <laughs> So we don't see their tails? And at the end, she's going to pull it off and show, <laughs> show her tail. That's how it ends, I reckon. <laughs> what kind of tail do you reckon it is? Like a, a fluffy bunny's tail or like a long horse's mane? Mm. Little curly pigtail, <laughs> like Dudley. <laughs> yes. I feel like it'd be a cat's tail. That's what you would have. You'd have a a long. I'd be savelte. like when Hermione turns into Crookshank, sort of, with the Polyjuice potion that mm. goes wrong, and she's got a tail and like turns into a cat person. That'd be me. They never really in the detail about that, did they? No, they? they didn't. No. Mm. What would you give Hermes' tail out of five, Sam's? Five Sams, including the tail. Yeah, I'd give it five too. The issues that we have with it we're nitpicking and we're minor. And I just want to like rewatch it again. Mm. Can we just watch it on repeat until the next series comes out? Like, is that a wrong thing to do? It might be a bit depressing if you get watching it over and over. That's true. <laughs> just watch just... the real world. Just watch the news every night and <laughs> you get your fix, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make out like I'm some kind of like sadistic monster. That, no, like... I'm just saying that's what. No, I know. Society is perhaps heading. Now, you'd, you'd hope that there is enough good people out there that would, would stop this sort of thing. Like, think about just a couple of weeks ago, months ago, there were those awful protests in Charlottesville. But the counter protests from that 
were even bigger yeah, and more impressive. But Lon, in Hermes Tale, they had that really big protest and then they started getting shot. I know. It's true. But again, this just this past weekend they tried to have a, a rally for straight pride in Sydney <laughs> and twenty guys turned up. I'm and, sorry, was, I think it was thirty. There was tens of thousands of people turned up to all the same sex marriage. You've got to have faith branches, in the so. like goodness of humanity, don't you? Mm. I mean, what other option is there? Well, and that's that thing. Trump is, is totally awful, right? But three million people more voted for Hillary. And mm. it was just not too long ago that Barack Obama turned up. So I feel like there are the cycles and maybe yeah. this is just the, the bottom. You'd hope we're in, so. We're in the valley at the moment. Hopefully we come <laughs> back to a mountaintop. Oh, I was thinking like a roller coaster. Like you go down and then you go. Ooh, that up. could work as well. I don't like roller coasters. I think, isn't the roller coaster the fun bit going down though? I don't think this has been fun. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, <laughs> we went all watching things up and go, yeah, this is amazing. More. Well, for more insightful political commentary, <laughs> catch us next week. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.